Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Today we have a clip from the King's Table episode that aired last Friday. If you have not found the King's Table podcast yet on YouTube only, I would encourage you to head on over there. Just search King's Table podcast. Uh, this is a podcast that we launched a while back with Aaron Amuchastegui, Ashish Nathu, Maddie Aitchison, and myself. And the people that are listening are loving it. I've had a lot of fun doing this. And rather than just getting my viewpoint, you also get that of many others. And it just spawns um, a lot of great conversation. But we were discussing the end of the National Association of Realtors. We don't actually think it's the end of the National Association of Realtors, but there's been a lot of issues lately. We get into a great discussion about monopolies and the government and antitrust laws and you know what's just been happening um, with the big lawsuits and everything with the National Association of Realtors. And really, this is just setting up for, regardless of what side of the fence you're on, this is really just setting up for what is probably inevitable, some disruption in the real estate space. And there was a lot of conversation around, you know, the National Association of Realtors and why it's right, why it's wrong. But I encourage you to listen to this clip. And if you love it, head on over to the King's Table podcast on YouTube. By the way, before we get into this episode, I just want to remind you, or if you've never heard this, tell you for the first time. If you are an accredited investor and you're looking for some short-term income opportunities, we have a great income fund at Wavemark Capital. It's backed by new manufactured homes, promissory notes from manufactured home communities. So if you've ever wanted to get access to the manufactured housing industry, but you're also in a period of time where you're looking for some short-term investments, we have some 12 and 24 month notes. If you're an accredited investor, I would invite you to text the word invest to 480-531-7519 or head on over to wavemarkcapital.com fill out the form, you'll get the term sheet, and then we can jump on a call and discuss whether this fits your investing needs or not. Again, 12% for 12 months, 14% for 24 months, backed by manufactured housing. This is a fund that our investors have enjoyed for the last two years. Um, it's going great. So if you have wanted to have some exposure to the manufactured housing space, this might be your opportunity. Again, text the word invest to 480-531-7519 or head on over to wavemarkcapital.com. Now let's get into the King's Table podcast uh, short clip from the YouTube channel. Cheers. Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Let's talk about the National Association of Realtors. Who says, who says that, and I was a realtor for a minute, but who says that I have to, who says that I have to join the National Association of Realtors? So the technical, so um, no one says, but here's the, so you can actually be licensed as an agent and you don't have to sign up, but there's no possible way to succeed as an agent without signing up. So that's this great, that, so that's why it's a difference. So essentially you can't be a buyer's agent and get paid a commission unless you're part of, unless you pay extra for the National Association of Realtors. Getting licensed doesn't, doesn't uh, let you get a buyer's commission. 
right? You have to be a part of the National Association of Realtors to get commissioned through that MLS. And so it's like the okay. law doesn't say you have to sign up, but it, but the, right. the legal argument is yes, but you can't actually succeed. And so you should just yeah, be able and, to get licensed and succeed. And you can't succeed because you need access to the MLS and you need the tools and, and all of that. So who decided that? Yeah, the, well, and the tool, so the National, the National Association of Realtors, it used to be that if you were licensed no matter what, you were eligible to get a buyer's agent commission. Back in like 05, 06, somewhere in there, the Realtors Association said, look, for non-members now, you can't get a buyer commission anymore. And then even some local members said, like in California, hey, if you're a member in LA, but you're not a member up in Sacramento, you can't get a buyer's agent commission in Sacramento unless you join ours. So again, it's just like, yeah. it was this like form of greed where they were like, we want more people to be able to sign up to be able to get that same transaction. Yeah. So, and, and I think the point that I'm trying to drive to, and, and again, this gets back to kind of free market capitalism, but if, if we let somebody like the National Association of Realtors get that large, this is the government's thinking, um, then nobody else gets to play. But at some point in time, if we believe in capitalism and the free market and, and it wasn't, I mean, either somebody's going to come in and, and beat that at some point in time, or we're all going to fall in line and play along with them. And at the end of the day, like, I'm not saying that I don't agree with the government coming in and busting up the monopoly, but also at the, like, at the real core root of it, I was watching the Billy the Kid series on Netflix, and this was a great example of it because if you really look at the history of Billy the Kid and his little army, they were actually got hired by this, this guy that was like a thug that was trying to, there was like a council, they called it the council or something like that, that like controlled seven areas. And it was basically like a mafia. And then this other guy came in that wanted to be good and started competing against him. And it ended up being the wild, wild west and a whole bunch of shootouts. But that's what's going to ultimately end up happening. But when the government steps in and breaks up monopolies, it, it also, and again, I'm not arguing for them doing it or not, but the reality is if the government didn't step up and do that, at some point in time, the free market would create an alternative, I think. And well, if nobody can create an alternative that beats them, then maybe they should win. Who owns the National Association of Realtors? Or is it a association? Is this basically a union or is this a corporation? That's a good question. Because if that it's a union, right? when, when you're always like, follow the money, who, and then who yeah, ultimately all the money, is like, if this is a corporation, right? Mikey's right. This is a monopoly and per perhaps either a comp competition is going to come in, it's going to disrupt or it needs to be broken apart. But if this is a union, then it's a whole well, different issue. And I'm just wondering who said, because obviously it wasn't the government because they're trying to break them up, but I'm just wondering who said you have to be part of the National Association of Realtors that's forcing anybody to be a part of it. And I think it's yeah. nobody. It's, it's this humanity, humans in general. It's have a just, club, Mike. We've just said, you okay, well, I don't get to be successful if I don't go to Harvard or become a part of the National Association of Realtors or I'm not part of GoBundance or whatever, then I don't get to enjoy success. And what the free market would say, even if it took 20 years, somebody's going to come in and disrupt that shit at some point in time. Um, but the fact, I actually wonder if the government stepping in and breaking up monopolies actually cre creates the, the lack of free market battle happening at, at some level. Hmm. That's yeah, interesting. Like, you know, it's it's kind of like um, real estate 
law, I think, should be regulated by the states or the Fed, right? But I think it's law. I think real estate transactions should be regulated by the government. And what the NAR has been able to do is actually become the regulator. Well, that's and lobbying. The, so that's that's happening because either the union is creating lobbying that gives it the control and the power to influence that decision, right? So well, once they got, but it was also like once they got enough of the listings, right? Because it wasn't like that at the beginning. At the beginning, you could get a buyer's agent commission whether you were a, a part of the association or not. You didn't have to hmm. be. Right. Like listings would be on, you know, listings would be in newspapers and listings would be online and it wasn't required. And then they and half the people were there was an advantage to being a realtor and not everybody was one. So sometimes they say, hey, we're a realtor and we're not. If I'm an average listener, Mooch, why do I care about this? Um, uh, the so, yes, as we were as I was trying to, to change topics before Mike wanted to jump back in and, and, and call me on it. The, the big thing, it's I think it's just that idea of in business. The whole reason all this whole debacle is happening is because the NAR got too greedy. Yeah. They got they were plenty big and they wanted to be bigger and they wanted to close out any opportunity for competitors to join and that and if you get too big that monopoly could shut you down. And now if this next lawsuit goes through the National mm. Association of Realtors will go broke. And it will become defunct in the next couple of years and it'll be gone. And it will be gone because they got too greedy back in 2020. And had they not gotten greedy, I don't think the rest of these lawsuits would have happened. If you found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you'd take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.